Hello, and welcome to episode 68 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about High Rise. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Yeah, good, Richie. Yeah. yeah. Good to hear. Glad to be back after a long week. Yeah, well, I think uh, before we go any further, let's kind of explain what's going on. <laughs> Basically, we've had to uh, pre record this episode uh, in advance because I'm on holiday at the moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Spain, uh, so this episode and the next episode is going to be pre-recorded, so that's why we're doing a film that isn't a new release, yeah. and we'll explain any other inconsistencies <laughs> throughout the rest of the episode. Yeah. Uh, so, has everyone had a good day since we last recorded our epi- <laughs> last episode? Yeah, I've had a good day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Played footy tonight, seven aside. Oh yeah. One five two. Classic. Classic. Well done. Didn't dribble it in, did you? No, I didn't dribble it in. (laughs) Good. Good stuff. I guess we should just kind of move straight on and start talking about uh, the film. Why not? This week we're talking about High Rise. We will be discussing major spoilers for this film, so if you care about that, then skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Here's a clip. Ah, Dr. Lamb. I hear you play squash. Yes, I do. You built all this. Dreamt, conceived. I hardly roll my sleeves on. Of course. Project's far from finished. Over five times in all, circling the lake. Something like an open hand. The lake is the palm, and we stand on the distal phalanx of the index finger. There. Put all my energies into this time. I'm its midwife, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It looks like the unconscious diagram of some kind of psychic event. Well, that's good. I use that. By all means. High Rise is directed by Ben Wheatley, and it stars Tom Hiddleston, Jeremy Irons, Sienna Miller, Luke Evans, and Elizabeth Moss. The synopsis is. Life for the residents of a tower block begins to run out of control. That's that's all it says. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> simplifies it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> what did you two think? A high rise. Well, I'm still trying to sort of come down from it. I'm, my head's a mess at the moment. I, I did struggle to sort of follow it, I've got to be honest. A lot was happening. Um, it did jump around a lot. But I did enjoy the film. It was uh, I quite liked the sort of surreal feel it had. Um, you know the environment and the sort of design. Mm. I quite I liked all that. It was very arty in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the dark comedy and like the satire and and it was a good cast. Good cast. Um, Tom Hiddleston. I was really impressed with his style. Was very sort of nonchalant. He just sort of strolled. Yeah. around. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of big words coming out. Uh, Sorry, tonight. yeah, they're not got into me tonight. <laughs> very nonchalant. Oh, he yeah. he was just sort of you know strolling around this chaos um, and taking it all in his stride, which was interesting. Um, some very big personalities. Richard Wilder played by Lee Evans, I think. Luke he, Evans. Luke, Luke Evans. Evans. Sorry, <laughs> Lee Evans. That might have been different. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, sorry. Watch that though. Luke Evans, <laughs> um, and it brought up some interesting points. Um, you know, through the class class system and that sort of thing. It touched on a little bit. And I really enjoyed the character of Toby, actually, the, the son, Wilder's son, who was very interesting. He just sort of watched on, mm. mysterious character, that, which he didn't really find a lot about, but he was there all the time. 
Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm still, like I say, trying to work it out in my head as we go along. But uh, very, very uh, unique film. Just can I, just to ask, um, did you know anything about this film before we started watching no. it? No. no. Okay. I know, it's, I know it's based on a book, but I don't really know anything. Yeah. Uh, Woody? Wow. Oh, <laughs> God. I mean, just where do you start with this? I mean, <laughs> my word. Yeah. What a, what a great... It was, I thought it was a great film. I really did. From start to finish, I enjoyed it. But, I mean... It was just absolute carnage. <laughs> it was mental. Yeah. It was absolutely mental. Are you in the same boat as Jack here, trying to get your head around um, a lot of what happened? I've, I think I've understood majority of it. Mm. Um, but I did like the feel to it. Like Jack said, I, did, I enjoyed I enjoyed the design of the building. Um, it reminded me very much of Clockwork Orange, where right? that's sort of supposed to be set in the future, but it's got a massive 70s vibe to it. Yeah. Um, well, it's um, that was, I think that was when the book was written. Yes, yeah, written so, very seventy five. Yeah. So that's why it's got that futuristic mm. feel, but it's still yeah, all, all the cars and all the fashion. And, yeah, yeah. Interior design. There was even that line from Tom Hiddleston. He said something like a future that had already happened, or something. Yeah, it's hard to find words. I know, it is. Definitely. It is. For, you know, when it's the first time watch. It's a, yeah. It's a hell of a ride that you get. Oh, taken I, on. I need to rewatch this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think if you watch this a second time, you'll get a lot more answers, wouldn't you? I did. I did like the ending. Um, not the very, very, very end. That was a bit weird. Uh, very <laughs> strange way to f- actually finish a film. But you know, this whole dystopian thing. I mean, always love films that are set in the dystopian future. Maybe just a bit too much. A bit too much carnage at the end. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, we had a lot of comedy in the first sort of half hour. First hour, I'd say actually. Yeah, I'd say it's, a bit it's more quite, than the first yeah, half hour. Yeah, yeah. First hour, and then it all just went downhill from there, and it all escalated very quickly. Still had some comedy in there, though. Yeah, you did as well. Yeah. You know, the whole idea of this high-rise block. Jeremy Irons thinks it's in charge, but no one's in charge, and it's just absolute carnage going on. Mm. You know, the violence and sex and all that sort of stuff is just mental. I liked that montage of how they showed you the passing of time as it as it did escalate. Yeah, yeah. He was driving to work, coming back, routine. Getting progress- yeah, it's good montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting progressively yeah. more and more. Um... Yeah. And by the end of the film, you know, Tommy Dustin has gone just stark bonkers crazy, hasn't he? He's completely lost it by the end, as many other people have as well. well it's, dead. it's very hard not to when you're living in that yeah, environment, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like I liked his descent into madness. Yeah, I, know, I, 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 I thought it was great as well, Tommy Dustin. Yeah, I really agree. enjoyed it, his performance. I agree. Um, I was a bit sceptical going into it just because he's flavour of the month, and he's been. Well, it's been flavour of the year, hasn't it? Yeah. Really? Everyone's yeah. raving about it. Do you think he still is? I mean, it's got to be quiet recently, hasn't it? So, but I reckon when this film came out, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. it's a, is it 2015 release? Was it last year? I think, yeah, think, I think it, it was. 2015, so. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Fantastic cast as well. Great to see some good British actors like Keely Hawes and Rhys Shearsmith. There's quite a few people out of space, aren't there? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but it's, for me, I feel like if I didn't know quite a few of these actors from stuff like Spaced, hmm. I feel like I would have had quite a hard time keeping up with who everyone was throughout the whole film. Yeah. There were a couple of times and I was like, oh, who, who's that again? Yeah, and who's, who's she married to? And when they threw, throw two of these kind of posh gingers into the mix yeah. that look exact, identical. That was confu- that yeah, confused me. Like, oh, fucking hell, what's going on there? Yeah, Keely Hawes was one of them, so I knew cause she, was oh, right. line, she was in Line of Duty, so oh, right. I knew that was. Hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, good cast. Like Neil Maskell made a little cameo as a policeman. And yeah, I was, I was, I was happy all around with all performances. Yeah, so, yeah. very good. One of my favourites was James Purefoy as um, the guy who's in a. He's in a Wilder. Um, was it Richard Wilder? No, he was a oh, Pangborn. Yeah, Pangborn. That guy who always wore blue shell suits towards the end. Oh yeah. Oh, he okay. started out posh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. He's in the following. Yeah, yeah. TV show with Ken Bacon, there, really good. All right, okay. Yeah, he started off. Well, we all started off posh. All, yeah, uh, I liked Jeremy the, Irons, the, uh, the cla- Yeah, I liked the, the development of the class system and how it. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. The, at the start, obviously, there's a definite divide. Yeah. And they're all rioting at the bottom, saying, "Oh, we need supplies." By the end of it, they the people at the top come down. People at the bottom, Zion, everything merges it's together. Just a, it's just a one, uh, yeah, yeah. one Absolute chaos community, isn't it? Of chaos. It's just yeah. This literally the, the whole idea, the whole of economic it. system, it just descended into a huge orgy. But high <laughs> rise itself is supposed to be like this the perfect place to live, isn't it? Because you've got mm. everything there. You don't need to leave unless you go to work or go to school. Mm-hmm. So you literally got every everything that a human could want is in this in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you start off on the bottom floor, you've got motivation to work your way up to the top. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen, does it? And and for reasons we'll discuss, it just pe- people can't make that leap, and there's problems with the mm-hmm. building and all that sort of thing. And that was I love that. I love that side of the film. Yeah. Yeah, I did, which is why, which is kind of why that very, very ending was a bit of an odd way to yeah to do it. It's well, all, I knew, I knew you, you would like it, Richie. Oh, God, here we go. No, I don't think it was really making a, any kind of point towards Thatcher herself, really. No, but it's just a very, it's a very specific quote that was used. Yeah, but, but it just didn't feel like it needed to be there. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's you know that's I mean? why I don't like it. It feels, yeah. it almost feels like, like it feels like we don't really get the point of the film. So mm. it's like explaining it to us. Mm. Well, I think a lot of people uh, wouldn't have got the point in this film. No, but I don't feel like, you know, you should explain that if you've spent this oh, whole yeah. entire film yeah. trying to make this point in this really surreal, confusing way. Mm. If someone doesn't get it, then I feel like you should just leave it at that. If they don't get it, fine. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you because I, don't, I didn't like the use of that, that quote at all. Mm. Uh, I didn't think it was necessary. I don't hate it. I just think it was a confusing. No, way no, to no, no, no. I hate it. It's just yeah, it's just weird, wasn't it? Just it seems kind of out of character with the rest of the film. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, like because it's... there's no mention of politics. Because there's no politics in the bloody eyes. No specific <laughs> politics, no. anyway. No, no specific politics. So it like, seemed out of place. It just, yeah. just seemed like it didn't fit. Mm. And it was a shame to end on that and the weird bubble thing. <laughs> but um, but visually, um, a oh, visually amazing, uh, amazing film. Um, yes, and. Yeah, definitely interested to see some more work by uh, Ben Wheatley. I don't think I've seen anything else. I, I when I first saw that it was him that directed it, mm. um, before we watched the film, I was thinking it sounds familiar, and I yeah. thought I would have seen something. But then yeah. you rattled off a couple of films that he's done. And yeah, well, I'm not he's, seen any of them. he's um, I've actually ordered one of his DVDs, Kill List. That should be in the next couple of days, actually. Mm. But Neil Maskell's in that, and Michael Smiley's in another main uh, oh. character in that, and he, that's supposed to be a fantastic film. Down Terrace is another one he's done. He's supposed to be very good, but I've never seen. Mm. I, only, I only know this really because I listened to another podcast. I'm not going to advertise. <laughs> another podcast, Michael Smiley was a guest and he was talking about all the work he's done with uh, yeah. Ben Wheatley. And he's got, no, he's got a new one coming out. A new independent one called Free Fire. Looks awesome. Killian Murphy, mm. Michael Smiley's in it, and Brie Larson. Wow. Looks really good. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So interesting. I think that's set for... Release end of this year, start of next year. Maybe. So, mm. Mm. yeah, we'll we'll watch out for that. But 
a lot of the film was quite um quite depressing, wasn't it? You know, there was there were certain scenes where you just think, God. Like, you know, the every time you see the pregnant woman, what is she called? Um, the wife of Wilder. Yeah, I know who you mean. It was just, you know, sad, wasn't it? Because she's constantly smoking, living this shitty life. He's not he's not around. And it was all just a bit, you know, dead, downbeat, very negative, which obviously what they're going for. And it made me feel that way. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like... All uh, the kids that are lying around. I feel like it, it, it always had this sense of this really cheeky black comedy that... Mm. that Kept you out of that sadness. Yeah, yeah. I think it it was always maybe sad's not the right word. Really playful in that that kind of way. I don't. I, didn't I don't really know get uh, that feeling. Just gave me a. Just made me feel a bit. You just like, you just connect. Just seventies housewife, isn't she? Pregnant. Well, with, I guess. with no father around. Yeah, and all the kids <laughs> just lying around, and it was very. Um, it was just very dark. But I, I know that's the tone of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I loved all the deadpan humor. Um, the sort of. The dialogue between characters, presumably a lot of it was taken from the book. It, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea, but it seemed like that. But I, I I'd, love to read, I'd love to read the book actually. Yeah, I'd be. I know the boy. I was in the Smith the other day and I saw it on the side. On the side. All right. Well, maybe thought, mm. maybe I'm in Spain right now reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you never know. I might I might get it while I'm at um, Manchester Airport at uh, W H Smiths. <laughs> I might see if in, I can find it in a future it. that's already happened. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. But I, I, I loved all the interactions between, especially the the upper classes. I know they weren't really, but um, in the, at the start, you know, when they're all like, "We need to, we need to outdo their party." Yeah, that was funny. Make a list. Yeah. Booze. Well, I can't remember what you said. Yeah, you... they just came up with um, it, booze, cocktail, onions, Cap- uh, canapes, canapes. That and was it. That was, was like, it. Mm, anyone else? Anything else? <laughs> yeah. Cakes. Yeah, <laughs> that was good actually. So I liked, I liked all that, and I thought it was very well written. Um, and I mean, I know, like you've just said, a lot of it will be will have been taken from the book, but you know, to adapt it, you can't just use the book. You know, it's, you've still got to adapt it and add a lot of stuff in. And I thought that was done very, very well. Um, very well written, I thought throughout. I agree. I didn't quite understand Jeremy Irons' character, Royal. I never quite got like what his. I mean, he mentioned, you know. It was an experiment, and he, this 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 high rise is, is like he's trying to be a force for change or something. Like that. But mm. I never quite understood his what his motive, his his um, point, what he was trying to do. I never quite got why he's d- trying why to he... build his kind of his system, like his utopia in a way. Was he yeah. just sort of obsessed with the idea of being the top bloke? I didn't really. I don't think he was obsessed with being the top bloke. I think he just wanted to create this. Um... Mm. I'm trying to think of the word. Utopia is a great word to use. I yeah, think. you think? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a perfect way to. to, to yeah, because it is. Cause... He is trying to do that, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and and he's not. He's not obsessed by power at all. No, I didn't think. I didn't get that from. He's him. not obsessed by power, mm. so he's not that sort of thing of. Oh, I want to make this building because I can. So you know. Yeah, I want everyone he's... to obey my rules. It wasn't that. No, it wasn't that at all. He, he was doing it out of just passion of wanting to create like something yeah because this high rise was one of a couple of others that were being built mm. around weren't there there was a couple there of was going to be a few built. yeah there was only a few shots of sort of the outside yeah it didn't look very good did they no must have a lot of money for the CGI it looked pretty bad <laughs> could save it I could save them from that to be honest because it was pretty irrelevant mm. it didn't really matter something which I could do with getting my head around a bit more is Richard Wilder in his documentary. Yeah. 
Um, so he before he moved to the high rise, he made a prison documentary. So he's worked. In yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah, I, I got well, that. At this point, he was out of work. What was the point where he start, where he decided he wanted to do a documentary about his place? We said it. He said uh, it. He said he said it when when he went to the shop, mm. and um, I think he was getting a bit a bit disgruntled with what was happening. And he's been out of work for ages. He went back to his flat, got all his gear, oh, it's picked up the money from his wife that he said he'd leave back on the side, and then went out and started filming. Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah. It's when he went to Lang's apartment and looked through the spy hole didn't he yeah that was oh yeah that was it he just lost it didn't he because mm. he got beaten up yeah he just... his character really yeah. changed mm. Mm. Um, well, he... in a more dramatic fashion than yeah. I think everyone else's did well he lost it very early on I yeah think. I think that's what it is that was, you know he sort of lost his way lost his marbles very early mm. you could tell at that part that children's party fantastically acted though by, yeah by oh yeah, yeah. yeah I thought he was, I thought he was really good yeah I did but yeah, he lost it very early, and you mm. know that child party. Even though he was sort of leading the kids out, he, mo- it, it wasn't because he was genuinely happy, or he was just. But just what just mad. wanted to, just wanted to have a fight, didn't he? Just yeah, wanted yeah. To have a scrap. He wanted to provoke. He was like, Come on, kids! Mm. And that was a fantastically funny scene, by the way. Mm. Oh yeah, I really yeah. did enjoy that. It was really good fun because well. he knew all the posh ones were in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he thought, right, let's go and piss him off. Yeah. And the kids. But he he seemed to be one of the few in in the lower classes who wanted to sort of have control and. Even though it was only the kids, like he got down there, didn't even they said pool clothes. He said, "Oh, we'll make our own rules." And yes, stormed in there. yeah. So that was the first uh, time this kind of chaos appeared, wasn't it? I think, mm. um, and it, and it and it was really fun to yeah. start with, and then it just completely changed because it's the first time that the lower classes and the upper classes mixed. Really. Yeah, even though it was only the children, it doesn't matter. Because they just went in there and just died. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time we saw them really mix. Yeah. And that was sort of, I guess you could say, that that was the start of this decline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell you what I loved. I loved the music. The score was awesome. I, yeah, it, it, it was almost a character in itself. Like, <laughs> it, it just fitted so yeah. perfectly, didn't it? But, but also, it, it was, yeah, that's a good point, but it's weird because it, it did fit really well. But what was on screen... It was, you know, if, if something very dark's happening, like someone's being beaten up to a pulp, it would be quite sort of, you know, mm. upbeat. Mm. But it mm. did, it did fit, it did fit really, really well. Well, it's that juxtaposition, yeah, yeah. Um, which is always quite interesting when yeah. you have something kind of horrible happening and then quite upbeat. Yeah, mm. like Clockwork yeah, Orange. Yeah, isn't it? like Clockwork Orange, like Breaking Bad. There's, there's uh, a lot of things I found that remind me of Clockwork Orange, and mm. a lot of things where he's obviously. Looked at Kubrick's work and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, which is like you said, yeah. Jackie Woods. It worked perfectly, didn't it? For, from minute one position. all the way through, it was yeah. there. Yeah. It was it was sort of ever present, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think that's right. it was just brilliant. I loved the music. Mm. What do you think of the character of uh, Reese Shearsmith? Because he was one of the only ones who was trying to. He, mm. did, he didn't want power. Um, the guy was cleaning up all the rub- like when. The rubbish tip got blocked. Oh. He was going around saying, "Oh, you blocked the Oh yeah. Oh, the... is that the only one who was trying to get out of space? Hmm. The only guy yeah. who was trying to keep things tied, t- t- neat and tidy. He was walking around with the torch order. at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's quite quite funny actually. Yeah, he had a lot of he, he had a lot of deadpan yeah. dialogue. Good yeah. to see him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. I lo- I loved his first. You know, when Tom Hiddleston's just moved in, the first party he goes to. And his his uh, face to face confrontation. Yeah, yeah. I'm a what is he dentist? No, what was he? Orthodontist. orthodontist. I'm an orthodontist, not a 
homosexual. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Whilst he's sucking around his cocktail. <laughs> oh, God. But it was just party after party after party. But some of them were so, so strange. Like that one where he was he was the only one not dressed in, what what was it? Like uh, 18th century. 18th century oh, yeah. garments. Yeah, that was so strange. <laughs> I'll tell you what character I loved. I loved Simmons. He was, you know, he kept, um, he kept basically dabbing in front of him whenever he was trying to get anywhere and said, can't take that, can't take that, come with me. Yeah. Very um, authoritative. Yeah, that guy, that guy is, um, I've seen him before. He's actually like, he's another one who's sort of, the background in acting is more comedic roles. Alright. He does a, he does a weird thing on Channel 4. He plays like a homeless tramp character and that's, that's the joke. What's his bleeding name? Because I saw him and I thought, I recognise him. I've never seen him without his... Um, he's usually got this disguise. What's he called? But, but yeah, that's... Uh, it performs as the character Angelos... I can't say his last name. He's a member of the British five-man sketch troupe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah. I see. So he's more rooted in comedy. Yeah, that's that's him. But then his um, Angelos character, he's like this homeless guy. He always carries around the bag. Weird. Speaks like a weirdo and stuff. Oh, yeah. It looks it's, familiar. Speaks like he's punk mm. Yeah, I don't really know, him, but it looks looks familiar. No, yeah, it looked just very bizarre. Well, I liked how he kept popping up and just well casted because I thought I'd, he was I just liked him. he was just a constant um, hurdle in his path, wasn't he? God, was he was he sort of Royals number two? It seemed that it way. It seemed that way, didn't it? It seemed that way, but just like everything else, but that, at the that same soon just went. To but, the the same, but at the same time, it felt like he had a completely different motive than. The royal. It just like it, I thought he was, it was just like, out to get Lang. That's what it felt like. Mm, he just had an agenda against Lang, didn't he? Maybe. I don't like, know. Like, it, what did it, you think? What, I, uh, to me, he, it felt like he did want um, power. Yeah, and yeah. It, to be about these are the rules yeah, and yeah, yeah. this is what how everything is and mm. and it, it seemed like he was in a, going in a completely different direction to the royal in that way. Mm. That was what I got from him. Mm. I don't know. A shot which I um really loved and I thought was really impressive is the slow-mo yes. shot of the uh, that was very impressive. guy falling into the car. Oh, well, I was thinking when it was happening, again, this was a very, another really tense shot even though it was slow-mo. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the end of Suicide Squad and all these shit films where slow-mo is used yeah. and usually we'll cane it because it's just ridiculous out yeah. of place. But this... It, it was almost super, super slow-mo, mm. but it was just amazing, wasn't it? Mm. There's hardly any yeah. music. Yeah. You could hear... Um, what's the character called? I can't remember. Monroe. 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 You yeah. could hear yes. Monroe crushing you could hear his bones the car and all that sort of thing. And the glass smashing. Mm. Very well done, very well done. Yeah, it was really, but, but, really... But even, really even, before the actual, even before the impact, I loved the shot of him just um, dropping. Just dropping yeah. And you had the city behind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dropping the, the glass. And dropping the glass. I'm, I'm out, yeah. That's slow as well, yeah. Yeah, that looked, that looked really good. Mm. Uh, really impressive, actually. Mm. And I liked his character before that as well. I thought he was really funny as yeah, well. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was very funny, yeah. Um, his really dickish attitude. His <laughs> stupid laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that scene where... That very um, quite gory scene with the, with the head. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, and he just... Oof, beautiful visually. Oof, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he just... I could uh, watch that all day. <laughs> and he just... Uh, he just fainted, didn't That was quite funny. But, but again, even I was laughing at that bit, just because of... I was laughing, the yeah. The way that Tom Hiddleston was going absolute... Literally hammering tongue, like, <laughs> yeah. twatting his head. Yeah. yeah. And he says, oh, you, yeah, we just peel back the flesh. 
Yeah. It's like the fucking orange or something. Well, we said at the start, didn't we? Um, we had quite a few shots that were very uh, dark like that. We had the dog's leg on the... On the ro- on, oh, yeah, on spit the roast. Spit roast. Yeah. But that, that, that head thing came into play later on mm. in a symbolism type fashion, um, which I was trying to think at the time exactly what it was saying and pretty obvious in retrospect, but it was just showing, it was clearly just showing, um, you know, when he says, oh, look how easily the skin falls away, basically showing that it has the collapse of the head and the collapse of the society. Yeah. In the building. Mm. I liked that sequence mm. when that came about. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, I mean, it's it, good how it, they... it looked really great visually, yeah. so that's why. Yeah. It was, it was good how they used it twice. They used it once as sort of a dark comedy scene. Yeah. But then they brought it back, and actually it was quite meaningful Yeah, um, later on. So, yeah, it was used very well. Again, like you said, great visual. Um, the whole film was full of brilliant shots. Um, very innovative style, I thought, from... What's it called? Ben Wheatley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd be very interested to go back and see, you know, those films you mentioned. Yeah, and, yeah, well, yeah, um, he seems like he's quite. Yeah, he, there were he's, he's there got were quite a lot unique of, um, style. Yeah, this, there were a lot of great like, angles. And, this is like the first film where he's had quite a big budget and that sort. Of and one of my favourite shots among many was spoiler Wilder's death scene through the kaleidoscope. Oh yeah, mm. how cool was that? Well, I, I was wondering, I was wondering when is that kaleidoscope going to come in? Yeah, I, I knew there was going to be a sh- shot through. I, I thought at some point because Toby kept using it, I thought it would give just his perspective, like just looking. Yeah, at and I've, and then when it was finally used, it wasn't used in a way that, in a no. way I was expecting it, mm. but it was very good because it just fitted with what was going on. And, yeah. and again, the music over the top, the music, and, and that was another slow mo. Used brilliantly, um, very clever way of doing it. Yeah, I didn't expect it to come back like yeah. that. It's quite interesting in the end, wasn't it? Um, how it ended up being the women were all in charge. I'm not trying to sound sexist, but <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, obviously, one royal died, and then they killed all yeah. the women circled around and killed. Uh, what's it called? Wilder. 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 Killed Wilder, but then the shot just before Jeremy Irons gets. Shot is all the women are one of them's peddling a bike to generate electricity. Yeah, Keely Horsey's got a sort of business suit on, drawing out plans and all this sort of thing. Yeah, so they're sort of taking on the mantle of the next high rise. They're anticipating the future, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, well, that's quite good. That's, didn't expect that. Yeah, I didn't think about that actually. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. yeah, they were all in charge, weren't they? Because Jeremy Irons kept dismissing because it wasn't just the lower floor or the bottom floor who were. Um, having problems and making the voice, voices heard saying oh we've got no electricity no mm. water and he just kept saying oh it's teething problems with the bill that was his excuse wasn't it oh, teething problems yeah nothing that can't be brushed under the carpet and all this sort of thing <laughs> yeah um, but they actually take it in their own hands and I quite, that was quite a good little scene with the policeman that's Neil Maskell that. yeah that's pretty, yeah yeah bit, Great bit messy isn't it <laughs> you sure everything's okay yeah yeah yeah, and that was it. It's kind of funny that it's the the first appearance of an of a policeman just at that point. One little car scrolling. Yeah. One car's like, literally swerving away out of fucking. Yeah, shit. yeah. It was great. Something that reminded me of the lobster actually was all the animals. Yeah, you had the, I just had random animals. Yeah, the, time. the horses and the. It just adds to the surreal uh, feeling. Mm. So mm. You, yeah, on like the very top floor, you've got horses and goats. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, dog. It's, just, it's just like these things come and go and the royal's yeah. not even yeah, you know, yeah. But even, even royal said um, 
Tom Hiddleston or Langast Royal, didn't he? He said, Is that a horse? He said, Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, even he just like, don't have a clue what's going yeah, on there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and they just decided to throw in, didn't they? They almost used it as a, just a transitional shot, just a shot of a dog in the corner. It was just weird, but mm. it reminds me of Lobster because that you know that happened a lot, didn't it? Mm. They'd be in the woods and a random was it a flamingo? Yeah, just walk, random animal. walk past. Yeah, yeah. a bit different, but yeah, I mean different, but it reminded me of that the randomness. Mm. What do we actually think about the whole idea of high rise being completely separate from the rest of society, even though people will go into work in their identical cars and all that sort of thing, but people who go into the city come back. And like you say, just one policeman, Neil Maskell, coming in, mm. checking if everything's all right. All right, okay, see you later. And then they just stopped going, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that it's it's just that they don't have to leave, <clears throat> so they don't. It's mm. like it's not like they're being kept there. No, no. They, no. they, they don't need anywhere else to go, so mm. why bother? Basically, but they think that they can't leave. That's the whole. Yeah, they do. They think I can't leave this place. You can't, I can't get out. Mm. If if you were going in there on a base level or a street level, as one of the characters said at one point, because they don't have any money. Yeah, if you've got yeah. no money, we've got, got nowhere else to go. Yeah, that's true. But if you stay there long enough and they play the game, they could, in theory, the whole idea of this high rise is you're supposed to move up it. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah. So they can't go anywhere, can they? They're literally trapped in this building. A building that you shouldn't have to leave, according to Jeremy Irons, because it's got everything you need in there. Mm. Yeah, so there's a lot of different uh, perspectives to this entire idea. Massively, and I think if you watch this again, you'll start, you'll pick up on these. I think I need to watch it again to fully grasp. I think I want to watch it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this is definitely not one where you can just sort of watch it once. Well, I do want to read the book, and I think I will go and try and find it, because I'd I'd love to read the book as well. I'm definitely interested to read the book as well. Yeah, yeah. Because it would be a lot clearer, and you would see things, and it would mm. there would be points where you think, "Oh, that's why that happened." Or, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a must with this film, I think. Mm. Some films are just made to be watched again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And just it, like Krampus. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like Krampus, and, and this is one of them. Um, yeah, it really, really is. Mm. What do we think of Sienna Miller? Good. I really, Not seen I'm, her in a film for a long time. She was in Burn, wasn't she? Do you remember? And see them. Which one was she again? Sorry, she was the well, the woman chef in Burnt that Bradley Cooper sort of took under his wing. I don't remember it in that. Who was she in this again? The uh, the slutty mum. Was she mum? Yeah, she was. Uh, oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Fucking hell. Yeah. One on floor twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toby's mum. Yes, she was very good. I liked her. Really, I actually liked her relationship with uh, Toby. Yeah, but oh. it was got it got a bit strange. I mean, Toby's character got very strange as that went on, the way he just watched on. I'd like to know more about, about Toby. Kind of didn't really react mm. to anything happening. Good. Well, he's only a kid. Like, all the kids were just being neglected, weren't they? Yeah. Throughout the film. That was no, a... but it was, it, was, it was mysterious, the way he just... Yeah, but that's what I liked. I like that mysterious... Yeah, yeah. ...side to him. And, you, and I like... Maybe he knew what was going to happen, because he said he could, he could see the future through that kaleidoscope. Maybe. So maybe he didn't want a minute being. That was a funny scene, wasn't it? <laughs> after, when he wa- when he walks out onto the balcony after uh, Lang and oh, when, uh, Charlotte have just been having oh, some horizontal, horizontal refreshment. refreshment. Yeah, that's quite funny. Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, who said that? Two mics on it. Yeah. Oh, it's these talk sport guys. Oh, right. um, oh, horizontal refreshment. He comes out and it's just as if nothing's happened. And, and she asks 
she asks Tom Hiddleston a question and she goes, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was a funny scene, that one, it? Yeah. And then yeah. she wants to walk in and goes, oh, we, I thought we were in the middle of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and he doesn't react to that either, so he's just like, He's so um, desensitized. Yeah, like he he was literally sat there, <laughs> eat or in the supermarket. I think he was eating something. Cornflakes, or, I think. Cornflakes, yeah. Box corn out flakes. of a helmet or something. Yeah. Watching the, this guy, I think it was Wilder getting beaten to a pulp by yeah. about five guys. Yeah. It's just it's just normal. Yeah. It's all part of like, everyday life. Yeah. And also, I thought a good child actor. I know he didn't say a lot, but in terms of his, I thought it was good. I thought it was facial, yeah, good facial expressions and his. Yeah. He was pretty strong. Mm. Because it must be hard for a child actor who's not got many lines. It's all in this sort of, like you said, Jackie had a lot of facial expression. Yeah, so yeah. I thought like, he was really good. For him to understand that, I mean, if he even understood the role he was playing. And the relationship between him and Tom Hiddleston was, was quite funny at times. Yeah. Because sort of, they're having conversations where you'd think Tom Hiddleston should be talking to an older person in that sort of way. Yeah. Yeah, he was only like a oh, little 10 year old kid. That, uh, you think of that one, know, one exactly line what you're going to say. <laughs> when Toby said to him, uh, why haven't you got a what, what his wife he said yeah why why haven't you got a wife and he said oh, why haven't you got a father <laughs> oh, don't say that out loud sorry <laughs> that yeah. funny, and, and there was a few little digs that Toby had at him like yeah exactly and he gave it back I want to be better than you and yeah yeah, yeah. why didn't you just punch that guy <laughs> mm. stuff like that to bring him down a peg or two mm. yeah it was a good relationship actually yeah. I thought one of the best sort of shots and when it went full circle for me was when right at the start like sort of first 10 minutes when when Lang moves in, Sienna Miller knocks the glass off the thing, and there's a shot in there of uh, her and Luke Evans yeah. in the flat above. And then, hour and a half later, it's the exact same shot after he's lost his rag, probably raped her or whatever, and they're both st- stood in like, the exact same position, like looking out into the city. But with a bloody face. With a bloody face. Yeah. And there's a comment sort of near the start about was someone dared to eat dog food or something. There's, yeah. something, there's something about dog food in the shot. I can't remember the exact phrase. There was something. And then he, just he sits down, tucks, tucks into the dog food and goes, mmm, yeah. <laughs> starts eating it. Yeah. It was very yeah. surreal how it sort of came. Oh, yeah. How it came full circle like that. Yeah. That was weird, wasn't it? Was it him who killed the dog in the pool? Who killed the Yeah, it was him. Yeah. Yeah. Just another weird, surreal moment. You got a quick shot of him, like, strangling it. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I don't think you saw it. It's a very face. quick shot. It was, like, sort of in a headlock or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that fucking reminded me of the lobster. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. In that bathroom, yeah. His brother. Doggies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, should we move on to favourite scenes then? Or Yeah. yeah do, do you have anything else we need to discuss? I mean, it's just one of these films, isn't I've it? I've not got anything I can it's think of. It's very hard to sort of sit down after you watch it. Yeah, and yeah. Dissect. Yeah, straight away. Not to say that it's a, it's bad, though. It, it's weird, isn't it? Because you need some time. struggle to get you words out it's hard to come straight in from it yeah and just discuss yeah yeah. you do need some time Mm. Uh, I don't think I can think of much what what about um, just sex in this film it was just (laughs) well it was a major theme wasn't it I mean it's just ridiculous wasn't it but not in a way of a uh, survivalist way in a way of again comedy and sort of in the background all sorts going on in the background and it's it's, uh, I think it's the, the best way to show how how the utter chaos just mm. kind of devolves constantly, and they just go right back to down the primal, to their primal instincts. In- yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I was yeah, going to say, their primal instincts. Primitive. Right. Yeah. So which one of you bastards is going to fuck me in the ass? That <laughs> <laughs> no, would stop talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we get back to the? Are we on the record? Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, can we get back to the film, please? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the primal instinct's coming out, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when that bit happened? The way um, James James Purefoy was, like, lining up the horse. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, no way, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. way. Yeah. And then Bell had the conversation, and he went... Yeah, the thought. No, surely not. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was right after that scene. There was some cracking sh- slow mo shots of people dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking at the camera. Yeah, there was quite a few times because the first time that happened, it was, it was um, Lang and hmm. Luke Evans, and then they did one again, didn't they, with James yeah. Purefoy and the, the other guy. In the that, that was something I didn't. Oh, um, Dan Skinner, or whatever he's called. Yeah. yeah, that was something I didn't expect. Um, well, I mean, I did expect it when she went into his room, and it was just them two, but. When the pregnant woman and uh, Lang... Yeah, it's Tom and... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that relationship coming. I didn't that see... Was very it came strange, out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah. It was out of nowhere. Very strange. And then at the end, he's back with Charlotte, and I liked his... I- what was his idea? To sort of wait... He, he knew that, right, once the next high-rise block is finished and occupied, it's going to provide me with work. Was that basically what yeah, it was? Yeah, but he's gone mad because he... I know he's gone... He's yeah. referring to him, He refers to himself in the third person and all that, doesn't he? What, so what do you think the whole paint thing represented? What do you think that was? A, I mean, what do you mean, you know, like why? Why was he obsessed with this grey paint? And why was he painting his room? But he had all all his things in a box. Like never unpacked. He never unpacked. It. Never unpacked his air for free. And he took her through and said, "You know, do you like my new toe?" And I found it. But they didn't actually show you what they were looking yeah, at. They showed it me. And it was right after that that they started. But when checks, he wasn't it? when he started painting, when he started painting uh, in the first sort of twenty minutes, literally he put the brush on the. Wall, it's just a square, looked, and then looked out to the sky, and it was the exact same color, yeah. like just black, blue, the gray sky, or, like, or gray, blue, yeah, whatever. yeah. So he's just trying to get that, I think. Because the first time you saw that wall mm. when it was brown, yeah. he, he touched a weird little thing. I don't know what it was. Do you remember that? We put a pin in, didn't he, to pick a stick of photo? No, no, it's before that. Do you remember that? It, I know what it zoomed about. in on it, 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 just, it, was it like, looked like a blob of paint, or yeah, or a drop of something, mm. yeah. I don't know what it's trying to symbolise, if anything, I don't know. Well, there must be something. I, I, I don't know either what it is on uh, this first watch, and there's obviously a lot yeah. going on. I don't really I don't really get that either. Jack, the thing with the paint, I think I need to, look yeah. to find out what that might be. Yeah. I'm trying to show, because there's definitely something it's... It's strange, isn't it? Trying to say. He, you know, he, he paints his house, but he doesn't unpack anything. He just sleeps on a mattress on the floor and all that. And the the one glimpse we got to his <clears throat> past before he moved in is that picture. That's all we really see in it. Yeah. We don't really get anything else other than that was that his sister. I think she said. Yeah, it's just yeah. She just sort of discards yeah. it, and that's it. It's something the way about his, he, the way he views himself as well, which I've still not quite got because there's this whole thing where he's told that he looks really good without any clothes, clothes on, on. Mm. and then when he has sex with the pregnant lady she tried to address yes. him afterwards and he's like oh no mm. no I don't want to so something else there as well which and, I'm not quite and got. what's he what's he called Dan Skinner's character that guy uh, you know, you've thrown out more names than uh, he the says, film did <laughs> the guy with a beard who always the wanted, posh guy who turned him. In no the not posh guy the guy who always came and got like, oh like, Simmons Simmons oh Simmons Simmons yeah, sorry. Okay. Simmons said at some point he said I want that tie. I'm gonna get that tie one day. I'll get it. Oh yeah. yeah. And she tries to take it off, and she doesn't let. That it. was weird. That's something we discussed. The Wait, this is, this is such a <laughs> the yeah. upper the upper classes wanted him why to lo- be, lobotomize Wilder. Well, this is because he's because he's causing havoc. Well, I know that's why they wanted to do it, but what a strange sort of 
Well, that's shit. Like, like that's that's showing their descent um, into um, where they're going. Like, because because that was because that's such a. I mean, that is like a primitive idea to us now. And they shit. lobotomizing someone. Yeah. And but them, that was something that. Yeah, to them, it's the yeah. only out. It's the only solution. Yeah, and as as if lobotomizing him would end the problems. Yeah. That, Going on in high yeah. rise, yeah. He, but that just shows how mad they are. Well, it's the mean? same thinking they have in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they were prepared to kill Lang cause, just because he said no. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really. Yeah, the whole lobot- lobotomy idea was when that got thrown into the mix. I thought, Jesus Christ! Mm. Yeah, it just shows how how crazy they are as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I've not even thought about what you just brought up about his his idea of, of himself and. And how she said, "You look really good without clothes on." Mm. And and I, I just, and when you said it then about how he said, "No, I don't want to get undressed now." Yeah, what does that mean? He said, just... "He said something like he's happy the way he is, or yeah. something." Yeah, happy covered in paint. Yeah, like, yeah, that was it. What's he trying to? Yeah, lots of shots of him showering. And I'm and I'm sure a lot of these things, like the paint mm. and, and like that, I'm sure a lot of it can be sort of down to just your interpretation. Yeah, I'm sure there isn't one set in stone message. But I, I just think, like, I just think. The further on he gets, the further, further into the film we get, the less he cares about, mm. obviously, his appearance. Mm. Just, cause like, Richie, what you're saying then about, there's loads of cutaways, well, not loads, but there's quite a few shots of him showering. Yeah. And then he just stops, doesn't he? he just, yeah. Just completely stops it. Mm. Not bothers. Yeah. And then by the end of the film, he's just gone, I think he's gone completely insane. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's, he's talking about himself in, in third, third person. person. Yeah. yeah, and we we only saw him get. I mean, there's a lot of violence in this film, but we only see him get violent once over the paint. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's when Toby says, "I think you popped his eye out." <laughs> yeah, Christ. <laughs> that's yeah. why I want to know what this paint thing is about now. Yeah, <sighs> he just screams at him, doesn't he? My paint. Yeah. And that whole learn to speak French thing. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, fuck. And the funny thing was, all the things in the shop getting mouldy. Yeah. But the girl behind the till could speak fluent French. I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so many. Oh, There's yeah. something weird going on with the time scale as well. Yeah. There's got to be. When Why? You, well, the way you just said that, you know, the fruit's going mouldy. The the girl is learnt French while that's happening, and the pregnant lady. She's, she's well. She's not just. She, she, I know she's. Exactly, she's heavily ple- pregnant throughout the entire film, mm. and I was thinking then that's showing. Okay, so there's not that's not actually much time passing during this. But when you look at the fruit and you look at the French, well, it doesn't take long for fruit to. But well, yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like I feel like it. It the, the, her being heavily pregnant was a way to show you how long in reality mm. this whole I mean, film was taking place. It took up place over three months. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, so why is she? She so. Like she, it's like she's nine months pregnant in the, at the start, isn't it? Yeah, but maybe there's maybe maybe I'm over, maybe I'm overthinking. It. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're just being a bit anal there, aren't you? Maybe. <laughs> Pardon the pun. You know, she uh, referencing referencing. I don't know. I, I don't know. It feels like everything it was specifically chosen from yeah. the film. So yeah. I think. Yeah, to me, I don't. I don't know. Having watched this film, this does not seem to me like a director that would miss anything like that. I think he'd be quite anal. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, think he would be. I don't know. I mean, that doesn't bother me that much. I'm not no. saying it bothers me. I'm saying I, was, I want to figure out. out if at one point. I, I'm just saying I want to figure out if there's something to it. Mm. I don't. I, I wasn't saying it bothers me at all. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, but yeah, maybe, I completely maybe, forgot that it said it was maybe, three months earlier. Maybe it's just to show that the fact that she's pregnant, but. 
Like, no one's really noticing that she's pregnant. It just mm. stays the same way like throughout the whole work. And then eventually she pops out, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Well>, it's... <laughs> it pops I mean, out. What Paul's life that thing's going to live. My God. Yeah. Well, if any life, really. And it was the posh guy that delivered it for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff to be worked out. And <laughs> yeah, could I just bring up something? Go on. Um, the cronies are royal, so the four people underneath him. Mm. So, what was he called? Simmons. Simmons, James Purefoy, and then the other two. Mm. Sort of right at the start and first hour, they were really posh, weren't they? Mm-hmm. You could tell. But then in the last hour, or however long, they started wearing full-on shell suits, didn't they? And started resorting to violence. And mm. Yeah. Their appearance completely changed and their actions completely changed, weren't they? Yeah. That's very... Strange. Mm. Like, was... I mean, they they were probably the, the biggest... Nutters out of all of them. Well, the biggest. They certainly changed the most. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From, yeah. how, from how everyone started yeah. in the film. From being very sp- poshly spoken and yeah. well-dressed, well-presented. Yeah. To just wearing like, shell suits and going around causing havoc. And, yeah. You know, the... I don't know, it Everyone's seems in it. keeping with the point of the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah it does. Mm. Okay, uh... Christ, we've got to move on, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jack, have you got a favourite scene? Oh, wow. Um, I've got one. Yeah? Yeah, a swim, swimming pool scene for me. Uh, uh, the, the party yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. Where the kids run in. Yeah, the kids run in. I've just found that very funny. Um, yeah, it's good. Again, the music that plays its part there. Um, mm. I mean, just the, just the fact, right at the start of that scene, the kids' party, I mean, it's just going around ripping toilet paper across the whole flat I mean what sort of party is that as a kid's party yeah. <laughs> and everyone's fine with it yeah, yeah. and then uh, Luke Evans just says right in the pool and we get down there and then that's the first time the lower classes and the upper classes go at loggerheads I think mm. um, a very funny scene though it, it, it was a good one and weird how that dog got killed but yeah <laughs> good scene nonetheless but I found that was yeah but there's a lot to choose from in this I think lots yeah yeah I've got a couple that I'm thinking of. What I really did love, I loved the slow-mo scene that we've discussed, the suicide. Mm. That was the best shot, probably. That's what I mean, it's not really a scene. I'll go with with the supermarket scene where Lang gets the paint and it's quite, it just sort of breaks down very, very quickly and he's very, very determined to keep the paint. Nothing else seems to be able to drive him to violence apart from the paint and it was just a well-put-together scene, Mm. so I'll say that. Okay. Orgy. (laughs) <laughs> no yeah, okay. I don't know I, I feel like uh, maybe I will go with the the shot of the Monroe's death Cause I, well not just that one shot but everything leading up to that as well and yeah. I liked his character quite a lot as well I found him really yeah funny. I liked his character and what, what, what I loved about this film is they were not scared to kill people off but can, no. I, can, you know, I, can I just... people went like he was a really good character and I could have I would have liked to have seen him and Lang just yeah, you know, throughout the film, so nice not to see a cop out ending in it or something like. Yeah, that. you know, people were killed off at, at random, really, in this film. It sort mm. of didn't really matter. And every credit to to Ben Wheatley for doing that because mm. how many times have you get a fucking cop out ending and all that? Can I just ask what what you know when you know the reason it all started for him and he was driven to suicide was when he went and had that one on one meeting mm-hmm. with Lang. What what had they found? We didn't, we didn't say. Well, they didn't say what they found, but you, you not see the state about brain scan. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just a head injury, a really severe one or something. Mm. 
like brain injury. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it you, could I mean, be anything, really. You, you like, interpret that how how you, however, can, however you want. Yeah, I mean, the point, the point is, things. it's not good news. Yeah. It gives you all the information you need, basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that brain scan, I mean, that, you watch that again, you probably might pick up something from that. Because it's just, you know how you normally look? Like, this one's just like that black squiggles. I don't know, yeah, maybe I might have to... Did, oh, no, 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 didn't, didn't um, Tom Hiddleston said to Royal when they first met, he, he mentioned, didn't he, Royal was there working away and he had all these, he had all like these drawings and he said a line about it, looking about something... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. To do with the brain. Like and then Jamie Iron says, oh, that's a good one, can I take, can I keep oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that So line? that's probably what that means. Maybe. Ah! Yeah. I can't remember what it needs, though, but that's... Yeah. There you go. See, this is the thing now. You're going to be lying in bed tonight and something's going to pop in your head like that. Like, that just popped into my head then. Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay, out of ten. Jack? Uh, I'll go with an eight, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll go with an eight. It, w- it was a very good film. And like like we always say with films of this style and you know these really ambitious films that, do, that a lot happens in the two hours, once we've discussed it like we have, it does help you. Um but I'm, I'm still trying to work it all out, really. And there's a lot we don't know. But I'm definitely going to give it an 8, because visually it was stunning, very well written, very well directed, acting from everyone, tremendous, I thought. Very impressed with Tom Hiddleston and Sienna Miller. And yeah, I just loved I just loved the whole look of the film, and everything about it was captivating. Um, so I'll give it an 8. Okay. Woody? Mm, I'm thinking 8.5 or 9. Yeah. Um... You know what, I'll go for a nine because, I, like I said, I loved it from start to finish. A great a great cast, a, a great British cast. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> no, but it is, though, you know, it was, it's good to see a lot of actors that I knew. And it, it was a good cast. You know, yeah, but it was a good it cast. Was, it was it good just cast. so happens that they are all British as well. Yeah, but we never say, oh, great American cast, well, do we? Because there never is a great American <laughs> cast. <is there? laughs> Fucking hey, hell. Bastards. <laughs> 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 right. Um, yeah. No, I th- I go for a nine because I love the film, and um, I can't give it a ten because I can't fully appreciate it yet. Mm. I think on multiple watches, um, that will turn into a full house um, because, like we discussed about, what we'll pick up when we watch it again. Yeah. And definitely gonna buy the DVD. Jack, well done. <laughs> um, much better than the Survivalist. Which is oh, I'm so happy it was good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, a fantastic film. Um, Definitely, definitely one I'd, I'd recommend to people. Um, yeah, nan, nan for me. Yeah, well, I'm uh, in exactly the same thought process as you two. I, I don't feel like I can give it a ten yet. I, I think I definitely. I need think to... you could do though. If well, you, once you've seen it, a couple of times. no, that's what I'm saying. I need to, I need to see it again. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll mm. I'll change my rating once I see it multiple times and uh, really get to grips grips with everything that's going on in the film. Yeah. Um, so um, I guess I'll go in between you two and just go 8.5 and uh, very interested to see if that changes in the future mm. Mm. I don't even think two watches will be enough no I think it's more well I've seen American Psycho like eight times and still, yeah. I still learn something here every time I watch yeah. it you know what I mean and you come away with a different theory don't you yeah exactly every time so yeah. I reckon it's be one of those that you could watch numerous occasions and come up with numerous different answers every time mm. yeah and I, I, I just before we move on, um, I can't wait to watch Kill This now because I know I've ordered the DVD. Um, I think Ben Wheatley's, you know, this is his first big 
budget film. Mm. Um, I'd love to see his other things. Um, yeah. I've heard Dan Terrace is supposed to be a great film as well. So yeah. And he's got one coming out soon? Yeah, and he's got his new one coming out, um, which sounds great as well. Yeah, cool. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see more from him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Alright, let's uh, move straight on to another episode of Quiz Nights. Can we have the jingle, please, Dale? It's the Quiz Night theme tune for film. Um, Obviously, it's another friendly match, uh, as it will be next time as well. This week... Woody is Quizmaster, mm-hmm. so do you want to hit us with the first question? Yeah, question one, nice easy one to start. Uh, what flat number did Lang live in? What flat number? Oof. I was hoping you were going to say Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's an easy one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't paying that much attention to the door numbers. So. Well, it was, it was on screen a lot. Yeah, it was. So I thought it would have been e- an easy I one. I think I know what it is, but oh, okay. I might just get one digit wrong. Well, that will be a wrong answer then, won't it? I know, it? I know. I'm fully prepared to take my wrong answer. Up, yeah, up this, the is, ass. this is, <laughs> this is going to have to be a guess. Right. <laughs> Jack always says that on every... It's going to be a guess. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, I know. Fucking Usually hell. with ones like this, yeah, I know, but this really is a guess. <laughs> okay, Alright, second question. What or who was the first person to be killed in this film? <sighs> I'll, do, I'll rephrase that. Who was the first death that we saw? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, no. I thought I knew the answer then. Oh, shit. The timeline of the film is... Or well, what was the first death that we saw? It's hard to get made around. The actual... That we actually saw die. That's a clue. <laughs> and I'm not saying anything more. <sighs> This'll be a guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. You ready, Jack? Yeah. Uh, third question. Lang claimed that two things or two items were in his boxes that were stored in his room. What were the two items? It was a sort of throwaway. Yeah, know, this uh, was a comment. Cheeky little line. <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, fourth question. Lang refused to give Wilder a lobotomy for a very specific reason. What was the reason? I don't necessarily mean I want a direct quote, but mm-hmm. he, he he was a very specific reason that he gave for for not giving Lang, uh, not giving Wilder a lobotomy. And finally, last question: What was Toby's main aim in life? Hmm. Jack's got this one. Right. Be a guess with it. No, it's not a guess. It's not a guess, but... I'll just have a guess. I think I've got this. get it word perfect. <laughs> I think I'm out of it. Alright. Yeah. Okay, so first question then. What was the number of Lang's flat, Richie? 2320. Jack? 258. No, it was 2505. Fucking hell, was way Both wrong. Was somebody's 2320? <laughs> no, no, no he was on the sure 25th I'm... floor, so I, th- oh, I thought you would have got the... I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, question two. So I wonder what answers we're going to get here. Uh, what was the first death that we saw in this film, <laughs> Jack? Uh, I just put the dog in the pool. I also put the dog in the pool. Yeah, correct. Yes. Correct. I was going to put that's the I didn't dog was... at the beginning. Yeah, I said when I first said the question, I said person, I thought that was a bit harsh. Because hmm. it wasn't the person, it was the dog! In a pool, drowned by a big Welshman. 
I will fap over that one again. Oh. Right, question three. Christ. <laughs> um, Lang, <laughs> Lang claimed that he kept two things in his boxes. Uh, what were they, Richie? Sex and failure. Jack. Sex and paranoia. Richie, you're so close with Jack, you got it, yeah. Mm. Sex and paranoia. Can he I said have? failures. He said that at another point. Yeah, I knew it was wrong. Yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. Mm. Ah, whatever. Wild look. I'll give you half for getting sex. Yes! Uh, <laughs> Always give me half for having sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fourth question then. Lang refused to give Wilder a lobotomy for a very specific reason, which was, Richie? Uh, he may be the sanest person in the building. Jack? Uh, pass. Oh, you didn't put anything? No. Because he was probably the sanest per- person in the building, Richie, yeah. Yeah. Correct. Finally, then. Good line, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good line, mm. actually. Yeah. Uh, fa- final question was Toby's main name in life. Uh, sorry, what was to- Toby's main name in life, Jack? Was it to be better than Lang? Did you? To watch his mum having sex every day. <laughs> um, I don't think that's a main name. I think that was just something that was happening. Oh, it life. seemed like he was trying <laughs> he to couldn't help it. seeing it. Yeah, it was to be better than Lang, yeah. That was uh, name no, I forgot life. about that. Scores on the doors, then, ladies. Three. Yeah. Three. Um, two and a half. Oh, Ooh, missed out by a half. I know. Oh, lucky Richie. Yeah. What well a Interesting that the uh, the thing that lost me the entire match was failure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, thanks very much. <laughs> um, Good questions. Eh? Yep. Thanks for those questions, uh, Henry. No and uh, well done, Jack. But unfortunately, it means nothing. It means diddly squats. It does indeed. So, until next week, that was quiz night. Okay, uh, let's get into some news, and uh, don't forget this is news from last week <laughs> um, that we didn't cover last week. <laughs> um, so we have a trailer for Manchester by the Sea, starring Casey Affleck. What do we think? Uh, Casey Affleck, I, I recognise him from the trailer. Um, yeah, I definitely recognise his face. I can't say, I couldn't name anything I've seen him in. Um but the trailer has definitely um, it's definitely got my attention. Um, it looks like quite a... It could be quite an emotive story. Um, oh, very emotive. <laughs> I think, my God, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it, I think it, I think it looked great, though. Yeah. Yeah, very emotive, yeah. Um, <clears throat> looking at the relationship between him and this young lad who's, by the sounds of it, lost his dad and he's taking him under his, his care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's the, in good with Hunton. Yeah, he's, right. in, he's in a few things, really. And the issues that, that that'll bring up. and uh... It's Ben Affleck's brother, isn't he? So... Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why you recognise his face. Yeah, no, <laughs> Maybe no, that's no. why, yeah. No, but I agree, Henry. Yeah. Andrew, at least he actually showed some emotion on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, it does look good. And yeah. there seem to be a lot of... Uh, I mean, trailers do this a lot, don't they, where they bring in uh, quotes that people have said of you know critics. And, mm. But there's a lot in this. Um, mm. um, I think it looks, looks like it could be... A very um, captivating watch. That's my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Jack. I think it looks a great little film. Um, is it independent or is it? Uh, I mean, not, uh, um, I don't know. It's got what I'm trying to say is it's got a very independent yeah. feel to it. Yeah. Um, Did have... you know that Matt Damon was initially set to star? Oh right, okay, mm. thank you. <laughs> That's that. just there. Nice. Cheers, IMDb. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it's. And what I mean by that is that's a huge compliment because I think independent films mm. are fantastic and it, it does look to be a very emotional 
film, a good story, good, and again another nice original yeah. storyline. It's, it's great to see mm. these days. Yeah, yeah, it is really is um, more than merry as far as I'm concerned. I just hope that we're going to be able to get to see it. Well, if, if not, we can always get the DVD. Or... Yeah, yeah, I think it looks uh, very interesting, and um, everyone's performances in the trailer looked uh, look really good, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And uh, I actually kind of like the, the the look of the actual look of yes. um, the oh, shots. I think. That yeah, was, yeah. Who's the, the, nice. who's the woman? Michelle Williams. Michelle well. Williams. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I quite like her. I yeah, she's quite good. Mm. So, what else has she been in? Have you seen Shutter Island? Yeah, yeah she's she's Shutter Island. That's like the main one. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, yeah, I like, I liked how they put the trailer together with that. She's, is she Leo's wife in that? I think so. Yeah, she um, is. Isn't she? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I liked the um, the song that was just playing gently mm-hmm. in the background over the over the dialogue, and I couldn't really work out what happened at first. To be honest, feels like uh, it's going to be a bit of a feel good film. Feel, feel good? If I think so, yeah. I think it will end. Well, well, it seems like it's gonna go that way. I think way. it might be a bit, a bit of a tearjerker, if, if anything, to be honest. Yeah, but you can. They can be both. <clears throat> it can lead to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. No, it looks very good. I'm very, very interested by it. Mm. Mm. Agreed. Right. Now to keep our eyes out for it, I think. Yeah, See, I'll um, keep an eye out, and I'll um, make a note because I've got a massive note with my phone yeah. and all these things that I need, like the man that I've mentioned to them. So. Yeah. I kind of, um, I kind of wish uh, his older brother was being played by uh, Ben Affleck. okay um, another very interesting uh, piece of news to come out this week is that we have another film coming which is a collaboration with uh, it's not a collaboration but it sees the return of Colin Farrell working with uh, Yorgos Lanthimos and that's uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer so after the success in our ranks of The Lobster not yeah. just our ranks. I think. I think critically. Oh yeah, yeah. Very well received. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. <clears throat> but I'm just talking um, in terms of our opinions. Yes. I think it's something that we're all Rachel quite Weiss, excited she's in that, wasn't she? But she's like this. And she's in this. She is. I think so. Oh, well, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I'm just looking through the cast. Yeah, Emma Stone, Olivia Olivia Colman, Emma Stone, and Ooh, Rachel Wise are also Christ, cast. That's a good cast. Oh really? So Olivia Colman was in the Lobster as well, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, they're not on this on my well, not, IMDb is, thing. Okay. I've got Nicole Kidman's Not Leia Sadu. Lacey Dew's not in it now. Nicole Kidman cast as well. Right. Yeah, oh, wow. Right. This, yeah. is, this is going to be good. Oh, baby. <laughs> okay. No, I'm very excited. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Oh. No, they're not cast. This is... They are cast for another Yorgos Lanthimos film <laughs> All right. called The Favourites, mm. which follows the political behind-the-scenes during the reign of Queen Anne. Wow. Okay, that's random. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so sorry, right? Just correct that then. Or do you want to just edit that out? Yeah, but that's still exciting, isn't it? Doesn't matter. Is it? That's still good news. Correction. Another film. <laughs> We've had another film that he's got to make. So no, they're not in uh, this one. Okay. Um, the only information about this one is that it's Nicole Kidman. Do we have any sort of story for this? Or I've got a very brief um, synopsis here for the killing of a sacred deer. Which is, a teenager's attempt to bring a brilliant surgeon into his dysfunctional family takes an unexpected turn. Right, okay. So nothing about deer in the... Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's just uh, metaphors. I swear I've seen something with a better description than that. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I'm going off IMDB Maybe here. This is the one. I, this usually, is the one. I usually trust them with my life, but... <laughs> yeah, this is it. Um, here we go. So Colin Farrell plays Stephen... A charismatic surgeon forced to make an unthinkable sacrifice after his life starts to fall apart. When the behaviour of a teenage boy he's taken under his wings turns sinister. Nicole Kidman plays his wife, 
and also also cast is Alicia Silverstone. Mm. She's in Clueless, Dogtooth, and Dogtooth. Oh no, Dogtooth is that another of his film? Yeah, she was in Clueless, mm. but he joins the director of Dogtooth. Okay. Yeah, Dogtooth is another one that I've heard loads about. It's supposed to be very good as well. So it's something to do with an animal in his title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, obviously, I'm very much looking forward to... Uh, well, well, the ingredients are there, aren't they? For another yeah. great film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Lobster is the only these, film... These are the other people who... Sorry, Jack. These are the other people who cast. Rafi Cassidy, Bill Camp, Barry Keoghan, and Sonny Soljic. Not in no, any of those. No. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I was just saying. Not the, quite the, the, <laughs> the Lobster is the only film of his of Yorgos Lanthimos's that I've seen. Yes. Um, I mean, you mentioned Dogtooth. I've not seen that. I do want to see Dogtooth. Phil. Um, has anyone else seen any other of his? Or is no, that... no, no, I've only seen The Lobster. Yeah, so it's. I'm definitely up for watching more of his work. Sounds that like, from that descript- description that I read out, it's a bit more in detail. Sounds very good. Yeah. Um, mm. And I listened, funnily enough, to talk about podcasts again, but I listened to a Nerdist podcast recently with uh, Colin Fowler. He was on it and he was talking at, at length about when he first got the Lobster script that he just, it was just one of those moments where him as a guy who's been doing it for years just thought, wow. Mm-hmm. He, he said he was saying how, how visionary uh, Yorgos Lanthimos is. Yeah. And he's, and you definitely see that on the lobster. I think. Oh, absolutely! And if the lobster's anything to go by, I mean, mm-hmm. Christ, I mean, I'm already excited. This yeah, is I 2017 am. release. Oh yes, yeah. Um, can't wait to see a little teaser trailer. Or something. Yeah, I mean, it was so the way it was done was so um, original and innovative. Felt very fresh, didn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And the dark, the dark comedy. Yeah. yeah. The, the, st- the overall message. And I remember in the lobster, what they did a lot of. Um, they had a lot of shots where the camera would so just. Funny. It would almost be like you're watching. CCTV where the camera's just still for a couple of minutes and you just watch what comes into the shot it doesn't move do you remember that? Vaguely mm-hmm. yeah so there was, I put my hand in the toaster and that one. yeah oh fuck there was, Wait, but, but there was a chase scene where the camera was just literally looking down the, the corridor yes yes. yeah that's right Good yes I remember that yeah. and so he I, I'm he obviously has quite a few we, we, we styles said, we said that reminded us of a shining a bit you remember yeah. the corridor yeah. scene Kubrick yeah. Yeah, yeah so he obviously likes to you know be different and uh, like like Colin says, my good friend Colin. Um, he seems like a bit of a visionary. Mm. So yeah, I'm very excited for it next year. That'll be great, I think. Yeah, me too. Maybe I'll start having a look at uh, some of the other stuff he's done. Yeah, definitely. I've I've heard things about Dogtooth. I think I'm gonna try and source it out. Be able to get it on the internet. Yeah. Or something. But yeah, very much excited for for, for that to come out. Mm. Nicole Kidman. I've not seen her in a film for for a long time. It's been a while. I don't think has yeah. been a while. I can't, I can't remember. Well, I've been a while since I've seen her in anything. Not, not that whether she's been in something. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, is that everyone? Thing we want to yeah. say? Yeah. On that, right? Well, uh, big up Yorgos. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. That one sounds good as well. Uh, what? Yeah. Who was it? Rachel Weisz, um Emma Olivia Stone, Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Who's very good in the Lobster? Yeah. Well, she's she's about, great. She's good anyway, yeah. isn't she? She's fantastic. Oh, and she was with Tom Hiddleston in that. BBC one that we're not. Good manager. Uh, yeah, you watched a bit. She's been in a, a lot of stuff recently. Yeah, she's, she's just a great actress. Yeah, wonderful actress. Mm. So that one's coming out. She in, was so great in the Lobster. One's coming out yeah, everyone memorable. was. Yeah, it's got to be one of the funniest comedies of that year. Oh yeah. I'm just I'm just on his filmography on Wiki. 
Well, every, I remember every, it being quite a shit year for comedy. So. Every film he's made, he's got loads of nominations for and winners and Academy Awards. So it was a 2015 film, Lobster, no. but we just saw it this year. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Dogtooth was 2009. He got that was he got a lot of nominations for that. So unfortunately, it didn't make it into the film night Oscars. Well, last that's year. what I was asking. Yeah. What Lobster? Mm. You didn't you did it because we couldn't couldn't see it. Mm. Anyway, Brilliant. yeah. Should we move on to the things we've watched? Yeah. Okay. This week, Jack, you got something? Uh, two things. One was um, I watched Into the Woods. Now you will, you will not like this, Woody, because it was a musical. <laughs> uh, I've seen the I've seen Into the Woods. Your sister was in it. Your sister was in it. Oh, of course she was. Yeah. yeah. Not not the film. The <laughs> yeah, a, a, stage, yeah, a stage version. Yeah. At the uh, Love Pavilion. Right. Well. Okay. It's just uh, on last week's episode. You you know saying. Oh, well, I think I think I was very tired last night. I mean, I was trying to describe that um, La La Land, one of us program. I felt like my brain was moving not very quickly, and my body was moving even slower. <laughs> that was so funny when you and were I kept um, going on. And on. So I will, I I will not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just completely. Yeah. So that's how I feel a bit tonight, actually. Like, well, you get my head around. Just watch that film. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really like musicals, to be honest. I still stand by that, but. Um, uh, go on then, go on. Well, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I discussed it with Richie off air a few days ago, and you've yesterday. seen it. Sorry, yesterday. And you've seen it, haven't you? And you no, didn't. last you... week, guys. <laughs> yeah, last <laughs> week, of course. And you weren't a massive fan, were you? No. No. I quite, I quite liked it. I quite liked, I quite liked it when I went to see it. The, the stage lab, production, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it's a very different thing on the stage to what it was on the screen, but it has James had James Corden. Helen Mirren's in it. Oh, Helen. Uh, no, Helen, uh, no uh, uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Um, Emily Blunt and Anna Kendrick mm. um, I quite enjoyed it I mean I, I'm not a massive musical fan by any means but I, I, I thought it was I thought the song he says he does jazz hands <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big musical fan <laughs> yeah. no, but honestly I'm not I'm not And um, but no it was it was fun it was very what made you watch it um, his girlfriend well no no chain <laughs> No, no, I, I was happy to watch it <laughs> no, no no, I was happy I was happy but watching so it I was happy watching it yeah um Okay. I thought, but I thought the songs were, were quite good. I mean, one of the criticisms you had of it, Richie, was that have they, you seen as well? They all sounded the same. Which I, I've only seen the film. I haven't seen it on yeah. stage. Yeah. Which they did. Um, you know, there was a. They were all pretty similar, but I still. Thought it wasn't it, really. I I like I like musicals, but it wasn't really my kind of. I don't really. I didn't really like the music in it, yeah. and I didn't. More so, I didn't really like the story. Yeah, it's a strange idea because it's it is just an amount. It's a it's an amalgamation of. Um, another big word. Fuck. I don't know what's going to be. Yeah. Tonight, word, of, word of day dictionary. Um, but it is just a mashup of a lot of different um, fairy tales. So you've got mm-hmm. Little Red Riding Hood. Um, you've got the Meryl Street plays the, yeah, the it's Wild Witch of the West. Is it? It's very messy, isn't it? Um, oh, the oh, Wild Witch of the West. What did I just? What, what <laughs> she, sorry, what does she fly? I can't remember. Well, if you're thinking of the Wicked Witch of the West from Wizard of Oz, I don't know. Oh, she plays someone. I don't know what she's... She plays what a she witch. I don't know what she's, she's a witch. She's a witch. Um, oh, and I forgot Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny, Depp Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny Depp has a very small part in it. as He plays the... Uh, oh, yeah. Fox or something. Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, that's it. The as wolf. in Little Red Riding Hood yeah. and Wolf. Yes. Uh, and he has a very creepy little song. Mm. It was uh, It was enjoyable. I didn't hate it. If I was to give it a rating... Like we do here on film, like I'd probably give it, probably give it a middle of the road five. Middle of the road, yeah. And so, I'll, anyway, and the other thing I watched, which I started today, 
I watched uh, I watched the first two episodes of The Get Down. Oh yeah, is this the other thing that's on Netflix at the moment? Oh, yeah. I was honestly I, I loved it. Really, I really really enjoyed What's it. What's it about? It's fantastic. I think it's so it's it's so fresh and it's so vibrant. So fresh, it's so fresh, man. Vibrant as well. It's vibrant, dude. Um, <laughs> it, no, but honestly, I, I've really really got into it. The first episode is an hour and a half long. Um, yeah. There's 12 episodes in all, and then after that first one, they go to an hour. Yeah, see, I, I started watching it, and then immediately stopped when I saw that it was an hour and a half long. Yeah. No, but on a, I thought it was a series, isn't it? It yeah, is a no, series. Yeah. The first episode is an hour and a half long. Yeah. It's like a double episode, and I was just like, oh, no, I'm not in the mood for this yeah. now. <laughs> I, was, I was a bit like, oh, but I watched it. What's it, it actually about, though? It's about, there's a, well, there's a few different storylines going on. The main one is, of, I've got it written down here, is of, <laughs> is of um, this guy called... Obviously this, sticks in your mind. There's a lot going on. You have to watch. This guy called Ezekiel, played by Justice Smith, um, very well acted, good young actor. In fact, I'd say a lot of this cast is very young and I'm right. very, very impressive. Actually, right. they're all very, um, very talented. I think, and this guy especially, he plays the lead. It's all about him, and he is a sort of troubled young boy. It's all set in Bronx in New York in the seventies, and he is a very talented wordsmith. Okay, or a poet. And he's encouraged to sort of, you know... He's a good, he's good rhetoric. He's, good, he's got good rhetoric, hasn't he? Yeah, like, good rhetoric. It's like yourself. Like me. Tell me story. Like me yeah. right now. <laughs> Bloody hell. Like, yeah. Well, that's another one. And he's encouraged He's encouraged to sort of, you know, use this talent by his teacher. And there's a great scene um, where he recites this poem that he's written. Um, and it's very, very emotional, actually. Very emotional. Get on with it. Yeah, Christ. Christ. I'm, just, I'm waiting for this story to start. What is it about, man? I hope, Simple question. I hope the TV show isn't as slow as you explaining it. Well, like I said, there's a few different stories. Please, I'm, I'm not the... drawn in by this. Well, <laughs> we'll watch it. Watch it. Just watch it. Make me, just make watch, me watch it. it. We're supposed to be offering... Sell it to me, because I saw this on my home screen and I thought, I'm not interested. Well, if you're not, not only if sell you it let to me Henry, speak, sell it to the audience. Speak. Go. Sell it to the listeners. Yeah. So it's him, and he's chasing this girl... Who um, doesn't love him back, so it's very sad. Um, and she wants to be a singer. She's chasing her dream of being a singer. And um, and then Giancarlo Esposito's in it. He plays oh, he, yeah. he plays her dad, who's a, right. he's a, he plays this very strict sort of disciplinarian dad who doesn't want her to sing. It's all about God. You know, she doesn't even let him leave. The ha- she doesn't. He doesn't let her leave the house. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he rules a very tight ship. <laughs> but I'm a very big fan of his. Obviously, from his time in Breaking Bad. So I was happy when he popped up. I, 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 look, I'm, I'm doing a terrible job, I'll admit it. <laughs> but I would encourage you to give it a go. You know, if you don't like it, fair enough. But I'm really joining. What else was he in recently? Oh, Money Monster. Yeah. You were in that. And he was in, um, was he in, was he in Tarzan? Oh no, it was Christopher Holmes. No, he yeah. was in uh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book, that was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah he played them. Um, he was very, he was very poor in Money Monster, wasn't he? That was the last thing we saw him in. Well, John it, was, it was a poorly written, I mean, it was a shit part really, wasn't it? Is that an excuse that you okay. want to give, or is that no? Well, how you actually feel? I mean, yeah, he didn't do great in it, but I'm still a fan of his. Anyway. I don't know. I can't really remember. Um, Go and watch it. The overriding thing we'll is the, is the it. music. You'd love it actually because Grandmaster Flash is in it. Yeah, but not him, but the guy who's is playing it. Nas is the is a producer, isn't he? On it, I don't know. Oh, okay, um, it's... it's directed by the guy who who wrote like The Great Gatsby and. Um, it's a very interesting watch. Okay. Um, and it's really. I'll check it out then, maybe. The, the music is really great. Um, Jaden Smith is also in it. Oh, you've lost me. Oh, God. He, he, no, he's not. It's all going so well. You've he, lost me, yeah. He, he, no, he, we dress. said sell it, Jack. He's, no, can I just say, he, <laughs> he's got a dress on. 
<laughs> he's, he's not got a major role. He's not got a major role. Um, but I'm really into it. I am. I really am into it. And I'm going to carry on watching it. Um, like I said, I've just seen two episodes. There's 12 in all. Uh, 12 one and a half hours? No, 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 no. Only the first one is one and a half 12, hours. 12. Like, okay, right. The rest are uh, an hour. The gotcha. Are, the rest are an hour. But yeah, so I, am, I am definitely going to watch it. I just, I just was just not in the mood but to also, watch an hour and a half of it. I looked up the... Um, that time. So it's set in like 70s, 80s. 70s Bronx. 70s, 70s Bronx, right, okay. Um, oh, sounds alright. Very good cast. Like, none of them, apart from the few I've mentioned, you would have heard of. But a lot of them are really great. Yeah. Um, his teacher is brilliant. And it just adds to the enjoyment of watching it. And I will say... The budget for this, yeah, I looked at it was 120 million. Yeah, Netflix is running at a loss at the moment. Um, really? And just an inch, yeah, because for spending a shitload on all this original content. Yeah, 120 um, million. Just an interesting side note, but um, I noticed when we watched that trailer for Manchester by the Sea, that was that was um, Amazon, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was an Amazon-made film. I didn't even know they were branching out into film. Mm. So maybe we're going to see even more. Well, stuff I mean, recently. you can predict it. They're trying to match up to uh, Netflix, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're trying. Yeah, but, um, yeah but Netflix are running a, a loss. Well, that's interesting. That. I mean, I assume they're um, working on the basis that it's going to work out in the long run for yeah. them. That's why membership's gone up. But, but the reason I looked is because I thought... Oh, right. The reason I looked is because it's so well made. And it, you can tell it's a big budget. Okay. Um, the problem is Netflix should... I mean, to go off on a tangent a little bit. Netflix should probably spend a bit more time than it is doing getting other content that's not its own yes. on there as as well. Cause it's all well and good being able to produce this fantastic content, well, yeah, which they do. Yeah, fair play. But you've got to balance the books at the same time. Yeah, because that's, I mean? if you're going to be losing money, and this this that's going to be the quicker way to get people onto your site. Because at the moment, yeah. a lot of people are not wanting to go onto Netflix because there's not enough content on there. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's all well and good having I mean, new new stuff, new original stories like Stranger Things. The Get Down, that piece of piece of no nation. That's yeah, but that's just a shitload of stuff. In yeah, there. I really loved it. I think it's very, very, um, it's very fresh. It's just very sort of fun to watch. And like okay. I said, the music is brilliant, and you'd like it because it's all about. Um, there's a character in it called Sha- Shaolin Fantastic. What a name that is. And, it's a fantastic name. Uh, and Grandmaster Flash <laughs> teaches him how to sort of be a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's great. It's great. Yeah, I can do it. Beat match. But honestly, I, I know it's long, but give it a go. Okay. Uh, so that well, it can't be as long as that. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. Okay. Who said you watched two things? Oh, into woods. Christ, yeah. you went off that long. I fucking forgot that. <laughs> well, I'm so passionate about it. Right. Okay. What are you? Have you got anything? Yeah, uh, one film which you both know because I brought the DVD back. Oh yeah, the Jack uh, Breakfast Club. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm interested to hear. First what you time, think. first time watch. Because I'm unsure on whether you'd actually like it or not. Yeah. First sort of half an hour, I was pretty bored. Okay. I wasn't really getting into it at all. Okay. I didn't really get the point. I didn't really understand. I didn't really know where mm. it was going to go. Mm. But then once we, we sort of broke the ice, the te- that teacher was funny. Once, yeah. all, once all the characters sort of broke the ice, let the hair down a bit and went on a bit of a mission. So I thought, all right, okay, he's picked up. And I, I was getting into it. And then from from then on in, I, I really really did enjoy it. Um, I I love the comedy, and then sort I sort of say towards the end it gets quite sad, doesn't it? When we're all sat around, yeah, and that's that the best scene. Really, are opening the hearts. Oh yeah, because that goes on for scene. like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about the last fifteen minutes. Of, yeah. Well, it's the last ten minutes of the film. Yeah, before we leave and get the bags. I I really like that film. I've I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, and um, 
I can see where you where you're coming from. Like we didn't tell you that much about it. No, so, and I, 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 it's just one of these where I've heard of the film. Yeah, I just don't really know anything. It is about a bit of. A I think if you watch it again, I think if you watch it again, I think you'd I think you'd enjoy the beginning. Yeah, more. I probably would. Yeah, knowing the characters. Yeah. Um, because the, the character yeah. development and yeah, yeah. the way it progresses yeah. is yeah. The what teacher is so funny when, when he's got the cocky guy up in the in the mm. office and he says Bender. Bender, Bender yeah. yeah, yeah, very funny. And the main thing that sort of stood out for me as a first time watcher was, I mean, we were talking last night in the last review about Nerve, um, about what was a god awful script with majority of teenagers or younger people being cast. Yeah, that film's thirty two years old, and that script is just fucking great. Yeah. The way we deal with like the little problems that high school people have, or oh, he's a virgin, or oh, he's a, you know she's my best mate. Yeah, like, yeah. It'd be absolutely nail it because it's just so relatable, mm. and it's frightening how 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 great we've got it. Yeah, but it's frightening as well because Hollywood can't get it anywhere near to that standard, no. and that's thirty two years old. Nineteen eighty four, that film was made. Yeah, John Hughes is pretty great. Amazing. I was really, I just felt like I was just one of them just sat in a conversation with him because it was all these little things that you talk about at that age, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. it, it, was, it was really well made. Um, sorry, the script was really well re- well written and, and very well acted as well, I'd say. Yeah. I think my favourite character was the geeky guy, I forgive him for that. Really. Oh, yeah. He's, he's funny. He's, he's, yeah, he's a good, good actor. Yeah, very good actor. Um, Did really have, well. Have you seen... Uh, oh, yeah, is, was she, did you really need to was she in Better Call Saul? The weird girl. Was she the nurse in Better Call Saul? I might have to check this out. The nurse in Better Call Saul. Um, I Molly to... Ringwald. Is that her name? No, no, you don't mean Molly Ringwald. No, no I you mean, mean you mean the girl. the weird girl, yeah. Ali Sheedy. Is it? Is that her name? What is her name? Yeah, Ali Sheedy. Interesting question. Get her looked, up. It looked a lot like her. I might be completely wrong. No, no, it isn't. The nurse. In Better Call Saul, I know who she is. She's been in. No, it's not something. But she she like was it. in Heroes. No, right. she's she's she. It's not. It's a different person. She was in Heroes. Yeah, but it looks like a bit younger. Does a bit actually. Yeah. yeah, good point. Um, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No. Uh, seen... Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Yes, I've seen Ferris uh, Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, yeah, another John Hughes film. Yes. Um, yeah. You can obviously. I. I. Well, I can certainly sense the similar style. Hmm. Um, yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. Another great film. Oh yeah, that's um, yeah, she that's Claire Claire Duval is the nurse in Better Call Saul. Mm. Um, but just getting back to it, I I thought it was great. Um, I know you boys have reviewed it. Was it one of your? Early ones? I wasn't in it. It was oh, just okay. me and Joe. So you never seen it then? No, I've seen it. Oh, okay, okay. But I wasn't in that episode. Um, mm. If I was going to give it a rating, I'd probably give it like an eight or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, eight out of ten. I thought I thought it was very enjoyable. I'd love I'd love to watch it again. Like you say, Richard, a bit I didn't. I sort of bored for the first half hour. I think if I got back, I'd probably pick up a lot more about their characters and that sort of, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's the only film I watched. And I watched two films, two things on TV. <laughs> first one was is called Class of '92: League of Their Own. It's a <laughs> it's a second series. We had one last year. It was a two part. Mm. Basically, there's only two episodes. The first one was out. It was it was on yesterday, so I've just watched it on the iPlayer. It's about Salford City Football Club, which is owned by Gary Neville, Phil Neville, um, Nicky Butt, Paul Scholes, and Giggsy, Ryan Giggs. Mm. These are like the class of 92, and they're these very famous footballers for Man United, and they've bought this local club. And it's just about, it's just a fly on the wall documentary sort of thing, just mm. following their successes and, and failures and 
flying the walls into the dressing room, just discuss, discussing it, discussing the club from a very was basic it, level. Was this one filmed before um, Neville went to Valencia? No, so Phil Neville's already the Valencia assistant, and then right. halfway through this, Gary's got the job. Right. I, I love it because it's just so bloody funny, and it's so like Salford City are about a seventh tier, but just non-league amateurs basically. It's just a lot of village moments. In the dressing room, I remember that from the first... I've not seen this yeah, one. Yeah, but... managers effing and Jeff. Yeah. It's right up your street, Jack. I don't know why you should get on it. It's only an hour long. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the first two <clears> they did last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, but very funny. But we have much more to say on that, really. You know, if you're into football, I'd watch it. But if you're not, then there's not much point, really, because... It's one mm. for you, then, Richie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing I watched was a fantastic one-off show on Channel 4... Starring Stephen Graham called The Watchman. It was unbelievable. Like Channel 4, I seem to always end up watching these. These one-off specials that we do, they're an hour long. The last one I watched was called uh, People Next Door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam yeah. Bully. <laughs> Not about Sam Bully. <laughs> the fantastic at doing it. I'll just see if I've got a bit of information about this, this Stephen Graham show. Because I tweeted an article the other week on my yeah, Twitter account. Yeah, saw that. And he liked it. He liked it. <laughs> big up Stephen. He's obviously a massive Stephen Graham fan after this is England and he's done loads of other great things mm. but yeah the basic synopsis of Steam Graham's plays is a man called Carl who's a solitary CCTV operator working night shifts he tries to bring down some drug dealers on the estate after police refuse to respond to his tip-offs so basically the whole programme or not the whole programme but the premise is he's sat there with multiple screens and he has control of the CCTV cameras and he's watching he's just watching people he's people watching and looking out for trouble sees these guys up to no good, tells the police, and this is why I was wanting to bring it up before when we were talking about high-rise, a nerd to some extent, the police sort of say to him, oh yeah, that's fine, we'll pass it on. And he, and Stephen Graham's saying, well, what do you mean you'll pass it on? Will, will you actually do anything about it? And this sort of area where these drug dealers are operating in is a bit of a police no-go area mm. because there's a lot of trouble and you don't want to go there. So then he's in a rock and a hard place now, Stephen Graham. He has to dis- decide what to do. And he ends up sort of taking them on by sitting in the chair and getting one of his friends who's working. I don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Sounds um, like a very interesting idea, actually. It's a, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Again, nice little original uh, original story. and Original British. British. <laughs> British. Stop which this. is important. <laughs> I know. Which is oh, very God. important. Oh my God. Uh, We're trying to grow fans. <laughs> hey, I love the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. Great American great cast. Great American cast. Great American cast. Yes. John Hughes. And John Hughes. Yeah. He's a great American man, isn't he? Yes. God bless America. <laughs> uh, no, but I just digressed a bit there, but it's just, it, it was really well done. Though. Stephen Graham was just fantastic. Uh, I don't really, I don't really want to say anything else because it might be a bit spoilery. Um, but yet again, Channel 4 nail it with these one-off programmes. Mm. Um, I know you two haven't seen mm. any of the others, but I'd highly recommend both this and uh, The People Next Door. Yeah. Because they're just, again, edge of your seat, just proper, proper engrossed with the whole thing. Mm. And it's only an hour long. Yeah. It, I can't recommend it highly enough. It is very good, very good watch. Good to see Stephen Graham again as well. Um, so that's it for me, though, yeah. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I haven't got anything to contribute uh, this time. Uh, I only had a couple of things last week or yesterday when we recorded. Do you watch any more of The Office? I, I have watched more of The Office actually, oh, okay. um, and uh, oh, I, I finished the second 
series now, so... You finished, you finished the office. Well, I just... The Christmas special, which I, I may as well... I know it's not Christmas, but I may as well watch it, because it's still the storyline. <laughs> so I've still got that left to watch. Is that the um, one where the Christmas song comes from? What? You know, the Christmas... No, no, no. no, no. Office podcast. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't anything to do with that. Although, I don't know if we mentioned it last week, um, but he does actually, he does actually um, mention the Equality Street song yeah. in in the first series, which I'd uh, either completely forgotten or didn't know. I, I completely forgot, but you say mention it, Richie, he literally just says it at the end yeah. before the credit goes. He said, yeah. he's got there on his guitar, he's already played loads of songs, he goes, right, next one, Equality Street. Yeah, post-credits, post-credits. Yeah. yeah. He said, uh, yeah. And the whole thing about him being in a band called Foregone Conclusion as well. Mm. I'm just so thankful, <laughs> I'm just so thankful for David Brent Life on the Road. <laughs> Face. Not only was it a smashing film, but it's brought me back in. I never would have thought about what rewatching The Office. Really? No, because it's one of those things you only. I felt like I've had to. What's I done needed is a, done. a reason. Maybe. No, I, I, no, no, no. I wouldn't say that. I know where you're coming from, Jack, but I think. I don't know. Rewatching stuff is well. There's that much stuff out now. Sometimes there's that much stuff that much... out that you want to watch. Yeah. Isn't there? Yeah. But when it comes to priorities, it's hard to. If David Brent had come out, I would never would have watched The Office. Mm. I'd rewatch The Office anytime soon, anyway. Well, I've always been um, a big rewatcher of things, so I've I've seen The Office a few times. And yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. You've, you've got all these other things that you want to watch, but this is it now. It doesn't actually. Is... Usually, for, for me, um, it's it's easier to to rewatch something rather than watch something new sometimes I just feel like oh god I'd, I'd rather just watch so, I mean, yeah obviously it depends what it is The Office 14 episodes half an hour long yeah and j- just hell I have to see all the way through something like I'm just looking up at your thing like Breaking Bad for example I've, I've thought about rewatching that on occasion but then again yeah I've seen it a couple of times I've watched it have you right well yeah. I've never done it but I think now it's been long enough since I've watched it but I think I might have forgotten a few things But because with Breaking Bad is especially good because and also probably uh, with The Office um, but it's something that you pick more up on the more you watch it. Yeah. You watch it again and you pick more stuff up on. Even if it's just subtle things from yeah. Brian Cranston's in- incredible acting. Yes, yeah. Throughout that. It's just, he's just great to watch mm. throughout that series. Mm. Um, I have watched a... In my time, I've done a few episodes of Dexter. Oh, yeah. Of the first series and that. And with you, Jack, I mean, there's just so much mm. new stuff out there. I feel if I'm rewatching something I've already watched, I'm I guess wasting time. I guess when you got, you know, when you've got a full time job and you get in from work, it is nice, isn't it, just to watch something you already know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's certainly how I feel. Because you don't have to engage your brain. Because when it is a first watch, it's like, see, like yeah, nice. when it's a first watch, you really have got a sort of. Especially yeah. when we're going to be talking about it on the show oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got to talk about it on here as well. Yeah, but so I guess you, it is so nice, isn't it? Pay extra attention, just to sit yeah. back, relax, and just yeah. laugh, laugh at. Yeah, it absolutely is, and it's been a real joy to be watching The Office again. You really need to watch Jack White. If you love the film, you'd well, I saw one come round, one round again. Actually, we'll, we'll watch come it. Round, yeah. We'll watch it. But when I saw, you get one Netflix, I, I, guess I'm watching I can one even watch it again, even though I've just watched it. Because I went on today, I went on Netflix today to watch The Get Down, and in like most popular right now because the film's release the is it's there. there. Mm. So. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to come round. I mean, I watch it on my own, but and it's got it's got great moments of emotion in it. Definitely, you know, definitely has. Not not too much. No, but great when it's there. Mm. Very much appreciated. Yeah, I'll definitely definitely be doing that. But that's it. I haven't watched anything else. Uh, so uh, I guess we'll uh, just move on to say that you can email us at filmnights at yahoo.co.uk if you want. 
follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and uh, please rate, review and subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher. What? <laughs> she did something weird then, Jack. Really? This lad did a little weird twitch in the neck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was, a little involuntary movement. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, other than that, unless anybody has anything else they'd like to say, or do. Have a nice holiday, Jack. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Have a nice holiday, Richie. Thanks. I'll, I'll probably see you next week for I'll another pre recorded episode. Yeah. Henry, it'll, it'll just be us two doing that one. Just the two us. And then, before yeah. we'll know it, before we know it, we'll have off we can have a special. Oh, yeah. We should do a, a live commentary of an office episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Audio <laughs> commentary. I've been thinking of, of that kind of idea for the future, maybe. That's a good idea. Bit of audio well, that would require more than one mic. Obviously. Mm. Uh, but before we know it, we'll have that chair filled again, hopefully. It, what? Joe McCarthy. Joseph Pet McCarthy. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. We miss him. He's back in. We miss you, Joe. We do. I know you're listening. <laughs> right, well, if that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> what have you got inside you? <laughs> Smells a bit Mexican y. <laughs> <laughs>